G'day everybody, Tim Egg here. Welcome to episode 14. And yes, I've made a mistake in the last half a dozen numbers. You've got to understand that I'm doing these episodes just wherever and whenever I can, I can fit them in. So I'm not, I'm not running on script. I haven't got show notes. I'm just Unfortunately, I'm running off my head and that's just the worst possible plan I know to run a show but it's unfortunate yeah so today is episode 14 so I've got a question from Stuart who's got an Ironman in six months time and he's been averaging around 40 minute runs at the moment and he wants to know the safer and best method to increase his run volume and run mileage so We've all heard of the 10% rules. You've got to increase your run volume 10% per week. Blah, 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 blah. I don't know exactly where that come from. To me, it sounds a bit bollocks. Since sometimes it could be too much. Sometimes it could not be enough. Um, if you're, Your body will tell you, I guess. But working on a nice even number. I like the increase by 10 minutes. Let's say, so I'm taking your long run here. So, and, and let's face it, an Ironman, run, Ironman is a long bloody way. So you, training does help. So putting in that volume, I, 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 I struggle with the concept with high quality, low volume, high quality sessions that's going to get you through to an Ironman. I know it's proven. I know the science behind it. But God damn it, I think volume is very important when running, when doing a marathon, especially after 180 k's on the bike. So uh, that that's my con. That's my my the way I coach. I coach coach more on volume for the most part. We're we're training for an Ironman. We got to we got to increase some volume. So that means weekly long bike rides, weekly long runs. There are. Exceptions, and there are ways around we do things here. But and I'll and I'll break this down because at the moment I'm just gibbering here, and you're thinking, "What the hell is this guy on about?" So, for instance, you want to increase your runs. Let's say let's take this forty minutes as your longest run. So let's and, and let's just call your long run day Sunday because it's just always nice for every. Most people work Monday to Friday. They do their long bike ride Saturday. They do their long ride. They do their long run on Sunday. I really like that concept. The reason why is you've got, already got a bit of fatigue in the legs from your long bike ride the day before, and you're running on a bit of and you're running on that fatigue to help try and familiarise what you're going to be feeling the best you possibly can on race day. So you want to increase it week by week. Yeah, around 10 minutes per week. So this week you do 40, 40 minutes. Next week it's going to be 50 minutes. Week after it's going to be an hour. Then an hour and 10, hour and 20, blah, 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 blah. But your body's got to let you, your bodies will dictate this. So let's say you go out, you're supposed to be running an hour this week. So you run out, you've got to 45 minutes and you're feeling real crap. Well, there's no point continuing. You, you it's just not worth the risk. So you shut it down, you go home, you work on recovery, freshen up, ready to tackle the next, either the next session or the next day. 
But if you get, so, but on the other hand, you get to it, it's supposed to be an hour, you get to an hour, you're feeling really good. Well, you may want to keep going. There is a, a big thing to consider. If you're going to increase your volume, it can't have a negative impact on the next four to five days ahead. So you might feel really good. You, all you had to do is do an hour today, but you felt really good. And you get to two hours a lot further than you were supposed to, but you felt good. But tomorrow, you've got, a, let's say, a threshold bike ride. That could impact, have a negative impact on that bike ride. Then that's going to have a negative impact on Tuesday's track session, or whatever it is. So you've just taken away all the benefits. So you've got to keep that in mind. So, but let's just work on, you've increased your run volume 10 minutes per day, sorry, 10 minutes per week. And it, and it sounds very slow going at first. Yeah, man, it's yeah, only an hour and 20 into it. Oh, next week's going to be an hour. But it, but it adds up real quick. Time flies, man. It really, really goes fast. Like, my God, how fast has this year gone? It's getting so close to Christmas already. So, it will take care of itself. Now, when do you stop? I depends on how fast of a runner you are, um, and I'll, and you plan within the run. And I'll touch on this in a in a in a minute. Walking within your long run, but I just want to touch on vo- on the how far to run in your long runs will depend on um, a couple of things, but. Golden rule I like. Let's say you're you're strong enough and fit enough to do both of these. I can't see much benefit of running over 32 kilometres or 20 miles in one hit, and I and I can't see the benefit of running over th- three hours. It I, I just the damage to your body, your muscle muscles, um, your joints and everything it's it's too too high um too much damage not for the for the returns um if you wanted to put a marathon in in the legs in the body over over a day like it you you want to start putting a marathon in each week well that that's fine you can but i'd be doing it a little smarter i'd be maybe doing 32 kilometers of running in the morning have a good 6 to 8 hours of rest downtime through the day you focus on recovery, focus on nutrition, focus on all that good stuff. And in the afternoon, do pumping out another easier 10 kilometers. Or, um, that's, I've, I've done that for some athletes. I did that to myself leading into the last Ironman. Did that two or three different times. That actually works very well. You're getting good miles in. Um, now, adding running into your, sorry, adding walking into your long runs huge fan of it how you structure it would depend greatly on you um i I like 20 to 30 seconds of walking every five minutes or every 10 minutes i'm also a big fan of running nine minutes walking one minute also planning planning like if you live in the city walking street lights and just setting it around the neighbourhood that you live in. So I am a benefit. It is very beneficial, especially when you're increasing volume to add add walking. That just is very beneficial. 
Also, if you work it, if you haven't, not used to running and you got this new run technique, so let's let's say you're you're fixing up your technique and your form. So you might run nine minutes and you just start walking one minute. So you walk for about twenty seconds, thirty seconds, and then you just put your hand like lean up against a pole or something and start mimicking your run technique. Lifting one foot up over, one foot up over, and then swap legs. One foot up over, one foot up over, nice high knees. And then you start running again. So you're focusing on good quality runs. Now, this goes with all disciplines. In particular, running and swimming. The moment your technique starts failing, you need to shut it down. Stop and get out or walk home. It's not worth not worth the risk. Um, so in the weekdays runs, um, that would depend. If you're a bit injury prone, I'd probably just stick to three runs throughout the week. So I have have um, two runs through the week, and your long run on the weekend. Um, you could you could knock around a little bit with these runs. You could make them faster. If you're increasing volumes, like Stuart, your your longest run's forty minutes. So. That tells me you're probably not aerobically fit for iron iron distance, obviously. Um, so I'd probably look at more keeping, at least for the first three months, keeping most of your runs aerobic before I'd start hammering any intensity. Um, all runs would probably be close to moderate effort. I'd be definitely adding heels hills into that especially rolling hills um can do hill repeats if you if you but i'd be more sticking to trying to keep it aerobic doing my best to breathe nasal breathe but trying to hit a hit a few good rolling hills um as you after about three months of that then you can judge whether you need to either add more more run volume run or add an extra run through the day or then maybe decrease a little bit of the weekday volume and add intensity or you, you can judge that as you go but at, at this stage if you're averaging 40 minute runs you need to become aerobically fit and you need to put the miles in the legs um, you also need to get that body used to panning that ground huge huge believer these athletes that run like it's freezing cold in in Canada in winter. So a lot of a lot of the athletes there like to run on the treadmills. Well, that that's all very good. Big big fan of treadmill running until, but if, for the athletes that are really really used to running on treadmill, and I'll give you and I'm and I'm thinking of one in particular. I I coach, well used to coach. I'm sorry. She she would do all the runs on the treadmill. Come come big race day, she, the legs weren't used to panning that ground. But she hated running outside. She loved the treadmill. But I come an Ironman, 42 k's is a long bloody way. And if you're not used to panning that ground, it, it takes a little bit out of you. So, so you've got to get used to all that. Um, I don't know if I... I, th- I think I've answered your question. If, if you've got any questions regarding training, racing, nutrition or anything at all... Send them through at tim at trainsmooth.com and I'll do my best to answer them. Until next episode, hooroo.